0: You are not forcing him to rise, you are not manipulating him to rise, you are not using ultimatums for him to rise, you are not forcing him to rise. You are going to be amazed in how he shows up in your relationship when you change the way that you show up. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Spark podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and ICF certified women's life coach. And I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking, but too afraid to say. Hello, friends. I hope that we are doing so well. Happy December, my birthday month, if you don't know. I am... a born and bred, I mean, what else would I be? Sagittarius, double Sag, my moon and my sun and Sagittarius and my rising is Gemini. Literally, in case you don't know this, half my chart is essentially Sag and pretty much half of it is Capricorn. They're my majoring like signs, like my majoring, my dominating signs. I love a bit of domination. Um, <laughs> definitely in line with today's podcast episode um that we're talking about emasculation but um rising is Gemini my Venus is in Scorpio intense and I love it um I've got I've got like my Mars is in maybe Capricorn I don't fucking know point being is I recently looked at my chart and I'm like fuck I literally have a 50 50 split and this makes a lot of sense because it's like half of me that just wants to work all day and then the other half of me just wants to party and like travel my whole life and do fucking nothing. And that's the sag. So it's a, it's, a, it's a daily battle that we go through, but we are here, we are surviving, and I'm grateful to be here with you all. So today we are talking about emasculation. I have Jelly here sitting with me and um, he is the chief cuddle officer. If you don't know Jelly, then you should go read my um, magazine, the November issue of Unedited. I did a little article actually about how vitamin D, not vitamin dick, vitamin dog this time is so helpful to our hormones so if you don't know guys i actually have a magazine and the december issue has just come out as well and it is all things christmas holidays stress all that jazz that we all deal with there is amazing recipes there is conscious cocktails there is all this at home skincare diy stuff for anyone still in lockdown there is um, christmas cocktails there is christmas recipes It's all a fucking vibe in there and I've written some really great articles for you guys and there's photography tips as well for how to take epic photos, whether you're going on a ski holiday, whether you're going on a summer holiday or whether you are staying at home, having a beautiful Christmas with your family or your friends, it's all in there for you and some really good Christmas uh, lists for you guys to shop. So that is that. And I have actually talked about a little bit about the feminism stuff and whatever in the November issue. You guys know I'm a fan of talking about this stuff. I've got some seriously epic episodes where I've dived dived into all of this emasculation things before. So today we are talking about emasculation and like what the fuck is emasculation? I say emasculation a lot. I throw the word around. I'm always talking about how we do emasculate men as women and we don't know that we do. It's often very subconscious um, and how it is really harmful to men in terms of their masculinity, the divine masculine, as well as even their mental health and their ability to lead in relationships. And something that I often hear from my clients is like, you know, Monica, where do I find these men to date that really lead, that really take charge, that plan these holidays, that plan dates, X, Y, and Z, or just like make like allow me to surrender and they do everything or they do a lot of things like where do I find this how do I get my current man to rise into that blah blah blah. I hear it all all the time and the thing is that I am now wanting to say to you guys is I want you to think of being the muse for him to rise into his masculine leadership my new program be a love and a mother is about how to get your man to lead in the relationship it is about whether you're not in a relationship, it doesn't matter whether you're in a relationship or not, because this shit is so vital for you to know, even for your male friendships and for any men that you engage with in your life. When you can learn how to not emasculate, one, it will, it empowers the fuck out of your, out of your feminine. This is actually like key thing number one that I want to say, guys. When you emasculate men, you like, emasculate your feminine which isn't a isn't the right way to put it basically you like unfeminine yourself that makes sense like you are shaming your own feminine by emasculating men because the feminine fucking loves the divine masculine and the feminine needs the masculine to even thrive to feel safe so Every time you put down a man, not only are you putting down your own inner masculine where that shows up as like your own direction, your own discernment, your own um, ability to be motivated and to be disciplined with yourself. There are examples of like your own self masculine, like your own masculine inside of you. Not only are you shaming that part of yourself, but you're also shaming your feminine because your divine feminine loves the masculine. Um, so it really disempowers you from being in your feminine when you emasculate. And the key thing is ladies that so many women emasculate and they don't realize that they are emasculating. And that's the key thing that I want to get across to you guys today. So many women are emasculating subconsciously and not realizing that they're doing it. And that's where it becomes really damaging. And like, I don't like to use the word toxic, but like, um, very wounded is when women are doing this and they're not realizing that they're doing it and so it's subconsciously heavily affecting their life and their relationships and they can't figure out why or they can't figure out why their man isn't stepping up and leading or whatever the fucking problem is and you know i'm here to slap you guys in the face and it's like ah it could actually be you like shock horror it could be you and another phrase that i often get is like where are all the good men and it's like well comments like that are at exhibit A of emasculation, of assuming that all men are terrible, you are emasculating men and you're putting them in a box and you're generalizing them. Now, men already have more problems than women with their mental health. It is more stigmatized and the suicide rate is higher and you guys know that I'm really, really passionate about men's mental health and I'm going to get some more... um, people on to talk about that. Um so about men's mental health um on the podcast like next year when I get a chance because interviewing people is actually really, really time consuming, energy draining. So I don't really have the capacity right now. Um point being is men's mental health is something that I'm really I'm passionate about and you guys would have seen this a lot on my Instagram over lockdown over over this year of just like me being super hyper aware of how this affects men even more so than women and how it is more damaging to men even more so than women because they are less likely to reach out to their friends when they're having a good time and I'll do another episode um talking about men's mental health and whatever in the future and giving you guys a bit of understanding about that but for and just like just so that you women can know how to like support men through this but for a start, like emasculating men is is it this is the problem where, you know, when you emasculate, men feel like there is so many things wrong with them and that like everybody, like society hates men. Like just and I and I know that we I'm not I'm not invalidating anybody's experience around having any sexual trauma. find out like we've like a lot of us have gone through it. I've gone through it, we've all a lot of us have had horrific um situations with men um and everyone's had their own level of horrific but it's all trauma it's all valid and it's all um your experience and I'm not here to say that, that man was actually amazing uh, fuck no like that man that did that to you was not amazing he was a shitty human being and there's also shitty women out there and something that I do um I will start talking a bit more about as well is like I need to write an article on this actually for maybe one of the magazines maybe maybe the, maybe the January issue or the February issue um I want to talk to you guys more about how you know men are also victims of domestic abuse men are also victims of sexual abuse and that's not talked about because then it's like oh, be a man and so men are on this like fuck where do I stand kind of spectrum right of one side it's like don't be a pussy be a fucking man and then when they're too much of a man it's like oh you're overpowering you're dominating her in like a bad way um and like you're an asshole and so it's like well where the fuck, and then if you're too much of a nice guy, you're friend-zoned all the time, but then otherwise you're a fuckboy. So it's like, where do they fit? Um. So men have this, like, head fuck all the time, right? Like, where is their position in society? And so we want to, like, reignite men's ability to feel like they have a position and a purpose in your relationship and in your life, and that's what we're going to be doing as part of this program. So really, I want to encourage you guys to be the muse for getting him to rise, and the, the, the starting point for getting a man in your life, whether it's in your future life, whether it is now, whether it is even in your friendships is if you want to become close as friends or more with a man, like hot tip one fucking one is don't fucking emasculate. Don't put them down. Don't shame them. So what is emasculation is like the first thing that I want to kind of start with. And we'll dive into this deeper in be 11 on a mother if you join us in that. And we're going to be in fucking Zermatt for those first two calls in a penthouse, um, hotel room. So if that's not a vibe, I don't know what is. So the first thing with emasculation that I want you guys to think about is, there are always going to be different kind of levels of emasculation and society there's kind of like a societal way that that society there's there's a way that society emasculates men and i'm not really referring to that per se in the program in here i'm talking about like like that's their own wounding i'm talking about like how you emasculate men so the way society can emasculate men is like they you know that they feel threatened by not being successful enough or not being fit enough or you know that kind of stuff and that's like society's pressures and expectations that can emasculate i'm talking about us I'm talking about the way women can emasculate men um, that's what I'm talking about because those other societal issues that's like for them that's their own shit to deal with um and that's like their own wounding they get to heal within themselves um so the thing is masculinity is earned so masculinity is something that is built for men over time. They become masculine. They become a man. They're not born a man. This is how it's ingrained into society. Whereas women are born with their feminine energy. We're born with our innocence. We're born with our beauty. We're born our grace, right? Men, masculinity, they're not, I mean, this is, by the way, society. This isn't like a fucking fact. This isn't like biology. This is just society. Society is like you have to earn your way to the top. You have to earn the right to be a man. You have to earn... Your masculinity, and so that's number one because it's so easier than take. It's so easy for a man to feel like his masculinity is being taken away from them, and that all their hard work is being taken away from them when a woman puts them down, and that's what it feels like. When you emasculate, it's like shaming, it's squishing, it's putting them down. If someone said to you, "You're not good enough as a woman," like if someone this is woman to woman, if someone said to you, or if a man said to you, "You are not good enough for me." or you are not pretty enough, you are not smart enough, that would be soul-crushing, right? You would feel so small. That is what men feel like when you emasculate because essentially you are saying that you that they are not good enough for you. That's what you're saying to them essentially. And that's what it feels like squashing. It feels like they're like an ant and you're just squashing them into the ground, right? I actually did an episode with my friend John uh, back in, oh man, let me scroll through and let me just actually search john i did an episode with john and yeah 56 emasculation understanding men i highly recommend that that was a highly listened episode i highly recommend that you go back and listen to that and john actually did a beautiful example he actually did a beautiful job at explaining what it feels like for him when he gets emasculated and one thing that he says is, it feels like i'm pretty sure it was him or someone else it feels like they're just being shoved into a shell like imagine they're like a turtle and then they get put into their shell. And they don't choose to go in their shell, That you shove them in there. And I know that you might say, well, that's their own wounding. No, that's your wounding. You're projecting your inability to trust the masculine onto them. If if a man said to you, you're not good enough, whose wounding is that? Right? You might say, oh, it's your wounding for believing that. Well, actually, no, because it's his wounding of projecting his own inability to see beauty grace x y and z and you and so he's projecting it onto you now yes it triggers you because you feel that but it would trigger anybody and you would be lying to yourself if you were like no nah, i don't give a fuck because there'd be a tiny part of you where it would give you where, where it wouldn't make you a fuck if a man said to me you're not pretty enough for me or you're not smart enough for me of course i'd be like okay fuck you But I would be bullshitting you guys if I said that that wouldn't kind of go through my head for a little bit after of like, why did he say that? Right. So, yes, it would be like, fuck you. And again, would that make me want to stay with the man? No, that would not make me want to stay with the man. That would make me lose trust in him. It would make me resent him. It would make me fucking hate him. So I wouldn't stay with him. Okay, because that'd be a horrible comment for you to make. So when you're continuously emasculating men and then they leave or they go and cheat or they don't want to spend time with you and they're at planned dates, they're not leading anymore. Why do you think that? It's not because of anything they've done to you. It's because you have made them feel like not enough. And I don't like to hang around people that make me feel like not enough. Then the whole argument comes in. of like, well, why don't they just leave me? Blah, blah. blah. Like, why are they still hanging around? We don't need to get into that point being is emasculation isn't cool and it's a reflection of you it isn't a reflection of them now yes there are times in place like I'm gonna go into when it is appropriate to essentially emasculate a man um, but I'm not gonna go into that here I'm gonna go into that and in be loving on a mother so if you want to understand that you can come to that program I also want to say I'm making this not have an overlap to queen alchemy like yes it's gonna be a little bit of overlap because like it's still me but I'm bar- there I'm, I'm writing full in I'm writing full-on new content nothing is like the same content so whilst I might say the same line a few times it's a different program so if you've been in Queen Alchemy or my Mastermind or any of my other programs um be a lover not a mother is different it's upgraded and like I said in the other episodes and I'm gonna say here again even if you just want to expand your wealth consciousness come to be a lover not a mother because the vibes on those first two calls, damn is all i'm gonna say so with so men are wanting to impact the way that uh, men are wanting to impact women that they're with right so when you shame a man he feels like he's not making an impact he feels like he's lacking passion lacking purpose and he's not in his masculinity he feels like he's doing something wrong and so the more that you can finally try and the finally start to trust the masculine and trust yourself and stop suppressing and controlling him, that allows you to fully see him. And that full, allowing yourself to fully see a man is what's going to allow you to have a flourishing relationship. So how it feels for men is it feels like they're being squashed. It feels like they are being belittled. It's shaming. It is controlling. It is gaslighting in a sense, depending on what it is. And it's really shitty human behavior, guys. Like, really shitty human behavior coming from women. And if you put all men in a box, then you're putting yourself also in a box. Like, you're then making too many generalizations of, like, all men are shit. Well, it's like, okay, are all men, are all women sluts then? No, right? So you don't put men in boxes because... Not all men are dickheads. I know plenty of men that are beautiful. And a lot of what an error that I see with my clients sometimes is that they can make the mistake of not, and I used to do this, not allowing for human error. Because they are holding this vision of perfection, of like, well, he should just always be this man. He should always be planning everything. So as soon as he's not, fuck that, I'm out. And you never allow for growth. You never, you never hold the space for him. And that's what this is about. This is about you being able to learn to hold the space and being a muse, an inspiration for him to rise. You are not forcing him to rise. You are not manipulating him to rise. You are not using ultimatums for him to rise. You are not forcing him to rise. You are going to be amazed in how he shows up in your relationship when you change the way that you show up. So many of my clients, their husband or their boyfriend, will nothing will change in their life, but the woman does the work and boom, everything changes because it's like so many men are waiting for us to be in our feminine so that they can actually fucking take the lead because they want to take the lead. Just like we want to be in our feminine because it feels so fucking good. They want to take the lead. Um, but so many of us don't let them take the lead and it's exhausting for us and fuck it's exhausting. I'm just thinking about it it makes me tired and it's really exhausting for them as well because they want to take the lead. Um, so some examples of how people can emasculate on a really, really, um, basic level is like when a man, whether it's boyfriend, friend, a colleague, a random that you don't even know the name of in a supermarket store or in a mall when a man opens the door for you and you say no or you're like I've got it I can open the door myself or you what in ever in any way shape or form you shame him for opening the door that is a hella big way to emasculate men because guys human decency is also at play here would you like it if a woman slammed the door on your face and didn't open the door and didn't hold the door for you? No. So why why are you making it bad for men? Why is it different if a man holds open the door to if a woman holds open the door? If you have the story of like, well, he just wants to get in my pants in your head. Guess what? That is a you thing, not a him thing. Right? That is a you thing. When you have these stories about men in your head and then you put them on every fucking man that you come in contact with, That's not a him problem. That's a you problem. That is a you problem that you need to fix. That is a problem that you need to fix by doing the work around understanding men, understanding men and having a bit more compassion for them. Compassion is a powerful healing like energy, FYI. Um, Another example is that you shame that you, um, you know, your boyfriend plans a date or your husband plans a date. And you're like, and you don't you're like, I don't want to go there, or like, or like, I don't want to go out on a date, like, why why are we doing this? And you make it wrong in some way, shape, or form for the date that he's planned. Now, if you wanna to go to Japanese and you say to him, I'm happy with anything, and then he chooses Italian and you're bummed out because you want a Japanese, again, it's not a fucking him problem, it's a you problem, because you're 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 saying to him, I want you to plan a date. He plans the date, and then you're like, no, this isn't enough. So you're telling him he's not done enough. Instead, if you know you want Japanese, guess what, guys? Fucking genius idea. Tell him that you want Japanese. Hey, babe, I would love for you to plan really sexy Japanese dinner. Oh, my God. Amazing. Life changed. Okay? Like, it's just about communication stuff. And it's really hard because men and women have very different brains um so I'm going to go through communication and how to communicate properly to your man to whether it's friends or more even a fucking colleague just how to communicate with men full stop I don't want you to put this in like a relationship box how to communicate with men so that you get what you're actually wanting like a lot of the time we communicate something and we know what we want and then they don't actually get the message of what we want because of this like slight communication barrier between essentially different species so we're going to go through that in B 11 on a mother as well we do also do a little bit in queen alchemy by the way if you want to jump in for early enrollment you can and get an extended payment plan for 2021 queen alchemy february fyi there's limited spaces and there is a limit on the amount of southern hemisphere people i can take because of the one-on-one times um we figured this out so even though like the limit the capacity might be bigger like um Put it this way: There's like I think I, there's going to be around like t- only twenty five spaces for Australians and New Zealand people and anyone in like Bali or anywhere Southern Hemisphere. Um, and so where the time difference is fucked for London. Um, so if you're in that area, you need to get in ASAP. Um, okay. So other another, I'll give you one more example of emasculation. One more example of emasculation is um, not telling him what you want in the fucking bedroom. Mm, there's one, guys not telling him what you want in the bedroom. And the reason why I say this is because men want to please you. The masculine wants to give and do and provide. And the feminine wants to receive and just surrender and marinate in the fucking feeling of everything, right? Like that is the difference in the masculine and feminine. And fuck, do I love it? I love it. And the masculine, like your man, this this is obviously now romantic, not colleagues, if you're in a romantic relationship with a man or in the future, if you are faking pleasure in the bedroom, faking your orgasms, not telling him what you want, especially when he asks, you're actually in a sense emasculating him. And I don't want you to come at me going, well, it's his problem. Like that's his ego. And it's like, uh, why are you not allowing yourself to feel sexually empowered? Actually, that's what I'm getting at here, guys. Uh, it's not the man's job. It's your job. It's your job to share what you want. Yes. He gets to ask. Um, it's your responsibility to tell him when things feel good, don't feel good. Yes. He gets to ask and you also get to share. And when you're faking an orgasm, one. it's it's actually pretty – if you know what a real orgasm feels like, it's super obvious when you're faking an orgasm. And any man that is like slightly tapped in and has been with a woman that has a real orgasm, he should be able to know the difference uh, in his body because one, if he's inside of you, he will feel the contractions of your vagina. And even if he's not inside of you, your body when you're having a real orgasm feels completely different to a fake orgasm. Um, You can't fake a real orgasm. Like they are – like if anyone can really, really, really fake a good orgasm where it looks real, like they deserve an Oscar because I don't know how anyone anyone would fake that shit. Bottom line is it's emasculating – men because you're not allowing him to pleasure you you're not sharing with him your openness and your vulnerability and that openness and vulnerability is a gift to gift to men um, and you're not really providing that gift you're you're settling you're not sharing with him what you want and he wants to know that that's also even a form of emasculation um and something I want to also touch on with emasculation is that, a lot of the time, not always, but and one of the reasons why women emasculate is like the anger and resentment that's been passed down through our lineage, um, through time, through eras, the anger and resentment towards men. And it's like this silent battle, this silent war that we have between men and women, and it's like still all this suppressed anger towards men from the past and I get it because like men have done horrible things to women from the past but we really need to let go of that so we don't continue this generational trauma and something that I want to also just share with you guys that when you do the work and you heal these wounds your daughter's daughter will not have this trauma and very likely your daughter won't either. Now, obviously, your daughter is born like the eggs of your daughter were in your mum, so your daughter can still pick up generational trauma from your mum, especially if it skips generation. But with you doing the work, it should nip most shit in the bud, Um, and you're going to be the embodiment of her to like rewire and see that see any beliefs that she has from generations prior are not the truth because you're going to be the example of what isn't the truth for her like and what is the truth that makes sense but your daughter's daughter won't have this trauma so you can break it which is amazing amazing and by you doing this you're gonna be your help okay by you stopping emasculating men and really understanding and embodying not just understanding this stuff embodying and understanding embodying and really having a wholehearted um understanding and education around this stuff so we're not just talking about emasculation in being a lover not a mother we're talking about shaming we're talking about learning to receive we're talking about you know recognizing ways that you do emasculate men we're talking about um the divine feminine and masculine. We're talking about relaxing into your feminine to the fe- the masculine cleanly, We're talking about how to stop doing it. We're talking about day to day things that you can do to get into your receivership. I am going to be taking you guys through a few little processes reconnecting to your womb and your heart because they're obviously really important for this. So there could be a slight overlap there with Queen Alchemy, but you can never do enough of this ship, and it's always going to be a little bit different. Plus, I'm going to be in Zermatt, so it's going to be fucking different. Um, I'm also doing a study at the moment of things that want things that I that men want you to know. Actually. If any of you guys if if all of you guys I'd actually really appreciate this, this is a little bit of a like um, value exchange. I'm gonna leave the link to a study that I'm doing at the moment where I'm asking for just anonymous information from men. All about just like what it's like to be a man these days um and so in call three for be 11 on a mother we're going to go through what men want you to know and a lot of it i'm going to collate from this study and from all sorts of what i know and then what to say instead of emasculating comments and we're going to talk about like when is there ever a time that is appropriate to emasculate and trusting this is a big one guys that a lot of women don't that a lot of women struggle with this one because of like anxious attachment styles or making up stories in their head trusting when a man needs to go into his man cave. That is really big. And then all of the communication of how to communicate with your lover when you want something, how to communicate with your man, how to really play with polarity and getting comfortable to surrender to his leadership, and then obviously a lot around being his lover, not his mother, um, is what we're going to do. So what I, what I was going to say was the anger and the resentment that gets passed down when you can embody all of this stuff that I'm going to be sharing with you guys over these four weeks A really nice little cute little like mini program, hey, Um, when you can really embody all these things over the four weeks, it will, it's going to give you so much compassion and love towards men that it will help you to forgive and it will help you to release all that anger and resentment passed down to them. And that frees you. That doesn't just free them, it frees you. And then you become the embodiment of a beautiful feminine woman. Men are attracted to that shit because they're not being shamed by by them being in their natural state of masculinity. And you also become a leader and an inspiration for the women around you. And what an amazing role that you get to play then in that. Um, So the lack of education around this stuff and around men and women and feminine and masculine and how to just be a nice fucking human being plays a big role in what, like, in why we emasculate and all that jazz. Um, I mean, a lot of people just like they're human, they're the humanitarian, the the human decency these days can be really fucking questioned sometimes. I don't know about what you guys think, but so, so educating yourself around this stuff and really how to communicate properly is going to change your current relationships and your future relationships forever. And this stuff, this this program is never going to go out of date, guys. So like you can do this a hundred times if you want to. You can buy it now so that you can join the calls live um, and then you can do it whenever the fuck you want, right? Because it's just going to be a vibe to be there live. Like what a great energy, especially over this Christmas period where, you know, some of us are going to be struggling a little bit with things going on and you're going to have like a bit of a high vibe thing to look forward to each week. I know I say we're on a holiday, but I'm doing one thing a week and this is this call. I'm doing a one hour call every week and that is it. And I'm going to fucking enjoy it because the reality is I love my job so much that like the idea of jumping out with you guys once a week for an hour in a vibey place actually makes my heart like fucking sing. Last thing I want to mention guys, as a reason why women emasculate is a lack of boundaries and feminine receptivity. So if you are not embodied, not understand if you are not embodied in your boundaries. So what I mean by that is that you might have your boundaries but then you can't actually fucking speak them and embody them. So there's you don't really know your boundaries. You're not really embodied in them. So being embodied in your boundaries and really being embodied in feminine receptivity will also allow you to stop stop, stop emasculating. When you don't feel safe in your feminine, a.k.a. you need your own masculine and you need boundaries to feel safe in your feminine, you're not going to feel safe in the presence of a man and a really, really masculine divine... Leadership kind of man, Leader, leadership kind of man. That doesn't really make any sense. Man that's in his leadership, right? So be 11 on a mother. It's like an intro to Queen Alchemy. You could almost say like if you can't join Queen Alchemy, this is a really good one to do. If you join Queen Alchemy, I'd highly recommend joining this one as well. Um, we Um It's open right now for enrollment and it closes can't remember the date but it's on the website um so make sure that you join because if you really want to learn for now in the future how to get your current man or your future man into you into his leadership into his masculine in your relationship then this is the program for you and also just learning how not to not emasculate like learning how not to not emasculate men full stop in your life is so empowering for your feminine and it's going to make you fucking love men and heal so much of your shit around the masculine and it's going to make you love being a woman like fuck yes so if you can't join queen alcoxia especially, this is a really good program to join just to like get the vibes and get a little bit of an intro into all my work. But if you do want to join Queen Alchemy, you can get um, the extended payment plan option now in December. It will close on a certain date. So if you're watching this, if you're listening to this later, you might've missed out, but that's okay. Just email Sarah, hello at monarchyx.com.au and she'll give you all the details depending on like what date you're emailing. Um, and then also a reminder that if you want to do my fucking certification, my feminine as fuck certification program, which is 18 months, such a deep program. I've not seen any other certifications like this. And I'm not, I'm not just saying that. I fucking I have a look. I have a look around 18 months and it is so deep. It is so intense. So many modalities you learn. I mean, all the testimonials are on my website and I'm going to, if I can fit it in the calendar, also bring some other students on for some Instagram lives to kind of share why they got into coaching and what they love about it and all that kind of stuff. So you guys get a little bit of a taste. Some of you would have seen people that have been in it. And so you can just ask them what it was like, X, Y, and Z. If you want to join that program, I would highly recommend joining. The longer that you wait to join, the less of a high touch point you're going to get with me. It's just the reality of me having like a million programs. Um, it is really intimate though. Like I keep it, it's, excuse me, Um, I do keep it really intimate because I care so much about making sure each of you is so highly trained and knowledgeable and like really knows your shit because I care so much about like your clients and their safety in coaching and all that kind of stuff. So it is a small program um, and it's worth every fucking penny because you will not need to do any other programs after this because it is so broad, but also so in depth. And it's not overwhelming. I know a lot of certifications can just be overwhelming with content. I haven't made it overwhelming. I've made it like what I think is perfect. And far from the feedback that I've gotten, it's pretty perfect. Perfect. So if you want to do the certification, please make sure that you do that. The applications will close um, very early next year. And so if you miss out, you'll have to wait a whole nother year until you can apply. So don't do that. Don't do that because like we, I can't guarantee also that I'm going to open up again in a year's time. Do you know what I mean? Like I actually can't guarantee that shit. So I can guarantee that it will be open the end of this year, like right now, but I can't guarantee that it's going to be open again end of next year. So if you would like to do it, please join. There are payment plans available. There is deposits. There is no scholarships, but there is payment plans available um, and whatnot. So look into that. A lot of girls got a loan from their bank. Um, so if that's a possibility for you, then jump on that. Um, and yeah, I will see. Oh, jelly says, hello. Are you going to say hello to everybody, baby? Hi everyone. Hi everyone. Oh my God. He's waving to me. He just like waved his hand. So cute guys have an amazing day all the links are below for be Love on a mother for queen alchemy and for the certification any questions please email sarah hello at monica.com.au um and yeah i will see you in the next episode and happy december and my birthday is on the 11th of december for anyone that would like to know 11th of December, if you'd like to send me a little birthday message, I would happily receive that. (laughs) I would happily receive that. Um, Especially because I'm going to be away from all of my friends. I don't even know what I'm doing for my birthday. I don't really care that much about birthdays, but i love a reason to celebrate. I think I'm just going to save it all for skiing. Um, I'm going to go heli skiing, which I need to book that heli skiing. And I'm really excited about that. That, That's like my present to myself, going heli skiing. Um, Anyway, Birthday's 11th of december happy birthday to all the other sadgers in the community and there's a few of you guys and i will see you in the next episode bye from jelly and i